Foodie lovers, it's time. Hello, food lovers, it's Dave. Are you ready for some foodie fun? Yes, today and every weekday, cooking something good and your host, Dave Duso, brings you foodie fun adventures and fantastic food talk. Get ready for great recipes, food experts, daily prizes, lots of laughs, and of course, great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, oh no, it's Dave Dussault. Summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime. It's summertime, and if you have kids, you are driving them all over the place, just like the school year. It never ends. You are a taxi service. Your job is to bring them from place to place to place. In the school year, it is sports and recitals and everywhere else. In the summertime, it's the same thing. You're just never-ending with these driving them around. It's all part of parenthood, and trust me, when it's over and they're gone away from your home and off to school and off to the working world, believe it or not, you're going to miss it. Hey, coach, season's over. Where are you taking us? Hey, the Ballerie said it was success, Mom. You going to take us out? Where are we going to go to celebrate? I'll tell you where. Hot dogs, popcorn, ice cream, chili, sausage, peppers, veggie burgers. Yeah, the roadside food stands. They've been around forever, and forever they have been the go-to for parents, coaches, dance instructors, anyone who has a group of kids they need to feed. They are spread out all over New England. Welcome, all my fellow gastromaniacs, to the Conway Scenic Railroad Broadcast Studio, where today the CSG Broadcast Network brings you another heart-pumping, fun-filled, action-packed episode of Cooking Something Good, where food is fun, and fun is food, and it's always foodie fun time. Today, and all week long, we are talking about those great roadside shacks where you go year after year to get hot dogs, ice cream, burgers, fries, you name it, onion rings, ah yes, the roadside shack, all week long here at Cooking Something Good. Good. We're going to get into it and start talking to a couple of people who own some great places. But before we do, it is time for today's Sharila Deal of the Day. And today's Sharila Deal of the Day, it's a 40% off $30 gift certificate to Casey's Barbecue in Manchester. That's right. You get a $30 gift certificate for just $18. While they last, you can get it at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's today's Sharila Dila the day. It's time for today's Dear Dave question of the day. Today's Dear Dave comes from Jane Z in Brattleboro, Vermont. And Jane asks, Dear Dave, my college roommate is from Idaho, and she grew up on a farm, and she told me that if eggs have never been refrigerated or washed, 
that they can be kept and eaten for up to two weeks. Is this true? Thanks, Jane Z, Brattleboro, Vermont. Huh, Jane, I had to look it up because I wasn't sure, but you know what? It's true. Eggs that have not been refrigerated and have not been washed do not need to be refrigerated. They can be left and stored at cool room temperature, 70 to 75 degrees, it says, for up to two weeks and still be good. I did not know that. So if you get eggs from a roadside stand and you happen to see the person, ask them how old are these eggs, and if they're just brand new, they can be kept without washed and without being refrigerated in 70 to 75 degree temperatures for about two weeks. Who knew? Jane Z from Brattleboro, Vermont, you had your question, your Dear Dave question, answered on the air. Therefore, you win a gift certificate. And we're going to give you a gift certificate for $30 to Luca's in Keene, New Hampshire. Keene, New Hampshire. Luca's Restaurant in Keene, New Hampshire, because it's closer to you. Thanks for sending in your Dear Dave question of the day. Remember, if you have a Dear Dave question of the day you want answered, and if we answer it on the air, you will win a gift certificate. Just like Jane Z, who's won a gift certificate to Luca's Restaurant in Keene, New Hampshire. We'll be right back after this. Today's foodie know-it-all question of the day is brought to you by E.L. Harvey & Sons, a family-run business that has quietly been improving the quality of life, providing environmentally sound and economically sensible waste disposal and recycling since 1911. Check them out at elharvey.com. Good morning, everyone. It's time for cooking something good. It's Monday morning, and food is powerful. And that leads us to today's opening story. You know, nothing feels better. Nothing makes you feel more alive than doing something to help people in need. But too often, People think acts of kindness must be these grandiose, sensationalized, magic-like moments that happen in an instance. And sometimes, though, oftentimes, I feel, you have to plant the seed and let it grow. And this leads me to today's opening story. What do 80,000 homeless people in the most powerful city in the world have in common with a woman born impoverished? in a village with no running water. Well, to understand, we have to go back to the beginning. This story starts in 1971 with the birth of Kazi Manan, born in Pakistan. Kazi may have been born poor, but his desire and his drive were rich. And at the age of 12, he started his first business, selling fruits and vegetables on the streets of his village. And even as a child entrepreneur, the kind of person he would grow up to be was already instilled in his heart. You see, even though Kazi's family was broke, just as poor as poor could be, his mother taught him to be generous and to give to others. Because even though Kazi's family was very poor, his mom was always sharing whatever the family had with guests and even strangers who were in need. 
Kazi's mom gave everything of herself in order to help her family, her friends, and yes, even perfect strangers. And Kazi Manan's teacher, his mother, had a very good student in young Kazi. Now, halfway around the world and 30 years later, that lesson of generosity would help create a spirit of giving and peace and hope that would make Kazi a hero to many. You see, in 1996, Kazi came to America with less than $20 in his pocket, and he was unable to speak English very well, but he had a dream, and it was a simple dream. He was going to make a better life for himself and his family, and all the while, he was going to spread his mother's generous ways throughout his new country. So with just that $20, but a will to succeed and a generous heart, Kazi took work wherever and whenever he could. He worked as a gas station attendant in the worst neighborhood. He drove cabs and limousines and he washed dishes. Many days he had no money to eat, but he worked and he saved wisely. And six years later, just six years later, this immigrant had enough money saved to buy his own limousine and start his own car service. And Kazi Manan, who 10 years earlier came to America with almost no English and $20 in his pocket was now his own boss. But he didn't slow down. He worked and he worked and he worked. And in 2013, he had saved enough to buy his own restaurant. And when he opened his restaurant doors, Kazi did something his very poor mom in Pakistan would love. Every day, he would greet homeless people at his restaurant, let them sit and eat for free, and he would spend time with them. For seven years, Kazi served over 80,000 homeless guests. Kazi is proud to be a Muslim American, and he's proud to be a citizen of this country. And as a Muslim, he wanted to show others the true essence of Islam, and that is to love, as his mother had taught him so many years before. Every day, he would greet the homeless at the door, just like all the other office workers and truck drivers and paying customers, and he treated them all as equals with dignity. If you're thinking Kazi's mom could not have been more proud, well, <laughs> you're wrong. Because when the pandemic struck, his restaurant hit hard times and Kazi almost had to shut down and go out of business. He wouldn't be able to take care of his family still living in Pakistan or here. He wouldn't be able to take care of all the homeless people who counted on him for food to survive. And that's when Kazi's mom's generosity went full circle because his friends, Employees, customers, and yes, even strangers contributed to a GoFundMe page that had been set up for Manan, and they received over $263,000 in just three days. The restaurant survived, and today, Kazi is back to doing what he loves, making great food, feeding homeless people at his restaurant, his restaurant called the Sakina Halal Grill, is in Washington, D.C., just two blocks from the White House. And in case you were wondering, his restaurant is named after, you guessed it, his mom. That's today's story, and it's a reminder that food is powerful. Take a step back in time. Visit 
New Hampshire's Conway Scenic Railroad at the center of North Conway Village. We offer a choice of heritage and scenic train rides the whole family will enjoy. Take a journey over Crawford Notch on our Mountaineer. Or take a spin on one of our Valley Runs where we recreate classic train travel when rustic passenger trains ran from town to town. Our pub train offers a selection of beverages and culinary delights. Call 603-356-5251 or visit us online at conwayscenic.com. A gastromaniac, Jack H. from Hollis, New Hampshire, wrote in and he wants to know if I really use Manny's olive oil. I do. It comes from Crete. The Greeks make some of the best olive oil in the world. It is very well priced. We have it at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's not terribly expensive. The price you see there is including shipping, so there's no additional shipping. It's harvested by hand. There are no chemicals. It's really a great olive oil. Manny's olive oil. I use it. And that's why I sell it. Because if I didn't use it, I would not sell it on this site. Give it a try. Manny's Olive Oil from Crete with love. We're back and it's time to take a moment to talk about this week's recipe of the week. Every single week, we give our listeners a chance to send in their favorite recipe. And if we pick the recipe put it up on our webpage and call it the recipe of the week. They win a $100 gift certificate. This week, the gift certificate is to Gino's Chowder and Sandwich Shop in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And this week's winner is Kyle R. from Hanover, New Hampshire. I picked Kyle's recipe because it's vegetarian and it's made with tempeh. And I have to be honest, before the pandemic, I was a bit dogmatic when it came to tempeh and vegetarian cooking as in, in eating as a whole. But I discovered some great recipes using it. And to be honest, it's not only healthy, it's oftentimes very easy to make and really quite tasty. So here is Kyle's recipe. You can find it at cookingsomethinggood.com along with Kyle's picture. And here's what you need for ingredients. You need one cup of brown rice. You need one block of tempeh, tempeh of your choice, three cloves of garlic, one bunch of asparagus, two eggs, a good solid drizzle of peanut oil or olive oil, soy sauce, and salt and pepper to taste. And the first thing you're going to do is you're going to prep everything. So you're going to cut the block of tempeh into one quarter inch cubes and steam it for five minutes. That takes that tartness out of that tempeh. Then you're going to slice your garlic very thin and slice your asparagus the long way. Do it at an angle. And then you're going to whisk two eggs well. And here's what you do. First, you uh, make your brown rice. If you're making it in a pan, you want to start a little earlier. If you got bags or you're doing the microwave, you can do it a little sooner. Any way you have time to do it is okay. Don't let people pressure you into doing rice the old-fashioned way and you don't have time to do it. If you do, great. If you don't, it's okay. Then you put the peanut oil in a wok, preferably, or a high-sided frying pan on medium-high heat. When the peanut oil is very hot but not smoking, add your tempeh and move it often for about one minute. Keep it moving, a minute, a minute and a half. Then you're gonna add your garlic and asparagus and stir that for 30 seconds up the sides. You're gonna add your soy sauce and reduce the heat to medium. Mix that well and remove everything from your pan. Put it into a separate dish and wipe your pan clean. And then you're gonna take your eggs, you're gonna to wanna to whisk them again quickly. And then you're going to put them into the pan that is still hot. And you're gonna whisk it when it goes into the pan, whisk it up to the sides. You're gonna season it with salt and pepper, turn your heat off, add your brown rice, and then add the tempeh mixture and mix it all together well 
Serve it hot. It is very easy. It is very good. It is this week's recipe of the week. It comes from Kyle R. in Hanover, New Hampshire. And Kyle, thank you so much for sending it in. And because we picked yours, you get that $100 gift certificate to Gino's Chowder and Sandwich Shop in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. It's all the recipe of the week here at Cooking Something Good. Hey, gastromaniacs. I know there's nothing more frustrating than when you're in the kitchen and you're working away like a maniac and you spill something. Don't worry, nothing cleans up all of your spills faster or better than spill salt. Simply completely cover any spill with spill solve until there's no visible sign of liquid. And with a few sweeps of a broom, all you're left with is a clean, dry surface. It's immediately safe for foot or vehicle traffic. And this includes greasy restaurant floors too. No more chemicals mopping the floor down at the end of the night. If you own a restaurant, Spill Solved is also great. And the best part, Spill Solved can be used over and over again. That's right, it's recyclable. Use it over and over. It's an easy to use container. You simply pour it right back in. This is a great product. Spill Solved, you can find it at cookingsomethinggood.com. That's Spill Solved at cookingsomethinggood.com. Welcome back. It's time again, as it is every day, for the foodie know-it-all question of the day. I don't know why. I just like doing that. The foodie know-it-all question of the day, every day. Your friends here at Cooking Something Good bring you the foodie know-it-all question of the day, and it's a chance for you to win a great gift certificate to a local restaurant or food-related establishment. The Foodie Know-It-All question of the day gift certificate that you can win today is a $25 gift card to UU Japanese Bistro in Nashua. One of my favorite little places when I'm in town, the UU Japanese Bistro, has great fusion food. They do an amazing job, and it is today's know-it-all question of the day prize. If you want to win, be the first person to answer the question that will be coming shortly, and how you do that is you be the first person to either email us at davidcookingsomethinggood.com, or you can call us at 732-336-1040. Be the first person to leave the correct answer, and you, my friend, will be the winner. Today's foodie know-it-all question of the day is brought to you, as it is every day, by my good friends at E.L. Harvey & Sons Waste Removal. You know, I was in the trash business. I was a trash uh, owner. I worked on trucks when I was 16. I swept garages when I was 12. I know an awful lot about waste disposal and recycling, and I know a great family-owned company. When I see one, I have known the Harvey family for a long time. They actually owned and still own a trash company since 1911. 
1911, this family's been doing it and they're all there. There are Harveys working everywhere. It's a great family. It's a great company to do business with. So if you've been meaning to clean up or clean out that old garage, your cellar, the backyard, storage shed, whatever it may be, or you have any other waste disposal needs, whether they're industrial, commercial, or residential, you are going to want to call E.L. Harvey, 508 506-3000, or you can find them online at elharvey.com. Tell them Dave Dusso said they are the best, and they are today's Foodie Know-It-All sponsors of the day. And today's Foodie Know-It-All question of the day is for everyone who wants to be a winner. Today's question of the day is, which pie is made up of beef. Huh. Which pie is made up of beef? Be the first to answer. All you have to do is call 732-336-1040 or email dave at cookingsomethinggood.com. In the subject line, you put in foodie know-it-all or you say foodie know-it-all question of the day. Answer is blank. And if you're the first person, you will win that $25 gift certificate to UU Japanese Bistro in Nashua. It all comes to you from your good friends here at Cooking Something Good. Hey, my friends, I want to take a moment and talk to you about CookingSomethingGood.com. CookingSomethingGood.com is a website, and it's a great website if you need something that's food-related, whether it's equipment, specialty foods, gift certificates to great local restaurants, CookingSomethingGood.com. And right now at CookingSomethingGood.com, we've got a really great thing going on. It's called the Cooking Something Good My Recipe Book. It usually goes for $19.99. We're selling it for $9.99 right now. It's a recipe book that's blank on the inside. It's got just blank lines that you can pass around to family and friends, grandparents, great-grandparents, aunts, uncles, people in your family who have great recipes that you want to keep forever. And when you buy one of these cookbooks for just $9.99, Every dollar is donated to the Nashua Soup Kitchen and Shelter. It's a great organization. They help feed people who are in need, desperate need of food. Food insecurity is a huge problem in our country, and we are so lucky to have this organization right here in our area. So go to cookingsomethinggood.com for all your needs and get yourself one of these recipe books and help out a great cause. Cookingsomethinggood.com. And that just about wraps it up for the day. Before we go, considering the foodie know-it-all question of the day had to do with beef, I do want to talk about steak before I let you go. In Philadelphia, there is the never-ending, ongoing debate about who has the best Philly cheese. Is it Pat's or is it Gino's? Pats or Geno's? Geno's or Pats? If you're a tourist, it's all you hear about. Ah, A little sip of my coffee. But if you're a local, is it really about Pats versus Geno's? This I wondered about because I wonder about such things. Some people wonder about time, space, continuum, quantum physics. 
The origins of man, I wonder about cheesesteaks in Philadelphia. It's just a different path I've chosen in life. So I talked to my good friend, Bob. Bob is from the greater Philly area, has a lot of good qualities. He's got a bad quality. He's an Eagles fan. But other than that, he's a pretty good guy. And I gave him a call yesterday, and I said, Bob, Pats or Geno's, Geno's or Pats, which establishment makes the best Philly cheese sub, he calls it a hoagie, in all of Philadelphia? And with a grunt of disgust, he said, obviously, you know nothing about Philadelphia or real Philadelphia cheesesteaks. Because according to my friend Bob, from Philadelphia, 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 the best place to get a steak and cheese hoagie in the city of brotherly love is not Pat's or Gino's, but a place called Jim's on South Street. So if you're going, you want to go to jimsouthstreet.com, check out their menu, and you want to order from there. That is according to my friend, Bob. That's just a little side note about steak and cheese sandwiches on this week when we're talking about a lot of great places that make things like steak and cheese sandwiches. That wraps up today's episode of Cooking Something Good. Once again, we had fun. We appreciate you joining us. We hope you go out there and make today a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.